Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite team. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. All right, hour two of the program. Skills composition continuing in Florida. Connor McDavid with a scintillating performance in the accuracy shooting. He's into the final. Four for four in 9.49 seconds. Uh, Stuart Skinner, good showing in the, uh, what do they call it, shot save? Is that what they call it? Save shot. Save shot. <laughs> shot save. <laughs> tomato, tomato. And uh, they just did the, uh, which they taped earlier. You pointed that out. And uh, while we were in a break, as they were doing the, uh, the, the golf portion where they were shooting uh, pucks off of a tee and was that was the closest to the pin contest or something like that. Yeah. Which has nothing to do with hockey, by the way. I guess it has to do with South Florida. We'll we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, Andre Svechnikov of the uh, Carolina Hurricanes wins fastest skater. I uh, didn't get his time. I'll get it. Uh, I'll get it a bit later. Uh, he beat Kevin Fiala of the. Los Angeles Kings uh, coming up at uh, Rogers Place just about uh, now, actually. Moose Jaw Warriors taking on the Edmonton Oil Kings in Pride Night down in Calgary. The Battle of the Barn, in the barn, um, at the barn. Kellen will decide later what it actually Battle is. Battle of the Barn. Battle of the Barn. Or at the Barn. Okay, something like that. Something yes. like that. Uh, it's the uh, AHL's Bakersfield Condors against the AHL's Calgary Wranglers. Uh, that is the top farm clubs of the Oilers and the Flames, respectively. Well, CFL free agency is coming up. The uh, legal tampering period begins Sunday for a week, and then teams get to talk to their own free agents for 48 hours. And then February 14th at 10 a.m. Edmonton time, the barn door is open. Speaking of barns, and I'm pulling this uh, fellow away from the skills competition, which will be furious at me to talk CFL football <laughs> and free agency. My good buddy Derek Taylor, the voice of the Bombers on CJOB in Winnipeg. How's it going, buddy? I, I'm, I'm going to say there's hockey going on in this weather, in this economy. What are we talking about? Come on. <laughs> and apparently golf and dunk tanks, and which, you know, again, it confuses me. It confuses me yeah. what the NHL is trying to do. <laughs> because are we trying to so showcase the talent or are we trying to so showcase South Florida? I don't know. I don't know if South Florida needs any help in that regard. No, it's it's incredible weather, high humidity, uh, a place to retire, and you know, kind of a, a hot spot for crazy folks in the political realm. So it's got a little of everything in Florida. So access to the gateway to the Caribbean as well. But yeah, it's Florida. Florida don't, don't need any help. I'm with you no, on that. No, they don't. Uh, before we talk football, we got to talk about uh, the NHL. And uh, I don't know if you uh, if you've seen the analytics site uh, Money Puck, who uh, does Love it? Yeah. Bunch of hockey analytics, yes, and they do uh, playoff predictions, and they do have a model uh, that they explain, and they do over 100,000 simulations, and, they, and they're supposed to, they, their algorithms are supposed to prevent inaccuracy, which I'm like, you don't know what the games are going to be like down the road, so how can you do that? But it's fun anyway. Um, but I yeah. couldn't help but notice their prediction for the Western Conference Final, the Edmonton Oilers and the Winnipeg Jets. Wouldn't that be fun? Oh. Oh my, that's that is bold. They were the two. I think they were the two highest in the Western Conference uh, from from the chances. Was it Gomez decision or was it Money Puck to get to the Stanley Cup? So yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is all right. I 
I just spent a month uh, doing pre and post for the Jets, and I went in wondering, are they as good as their record? Because, you know, when you out, you can outperform stuff for a long stretch, and I come out of January wondering, are they as good as their record? It's still an uncomfortable spot for me in that they, they have some holes, but then they're going to have a ton of salary cap room at the deadline uh, March 3rd to make some moves. So I think folks here are very curious to see, well, what kind of things will, will the Jets get up to at the deadline? Because, hey, if you're in second place, first place in the conference, home ice advantage, there, there's not many better times to bust it and really try to make a run at the Cup. No, no question. And, and you're right. I mean, I think when I look at the Jets and the Oilers, I say these two teams are similar. They can score. Their goaltending is is good. And obviously with Hellebuck, you give the edge oh. to, to the Jets big time. And he's having a bounce back year big time. But you look at the defense score of both teams, and I think both GMs, uh, Kevin Day off of the Jets and Ken Holland of the Oilers, would like to shore that up. The problem is, though, like you said it, uh, Dayoff has cap space. Ken Holland has to do cap magic. <laughs> yeah, and that's going to be a problem. Get someone to take on your problems when you when it'd be a real plus to be able to take on somebody else's problems, right? All right, let's talk CFL free agency. And I, 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 is it just me, or are we starting to see a shift a little bit where you're starting to see some bigger names come off the board? And today, Janarian Grant comes off the board uh, for the Bombers, uh, an all-star returner. And then you get Curly Gittins Jr. signing a three-year extension with the with the Argos, the and not just the best Canadian receiver in the league, but just, you know, one of the best receivers in the league, period. And uh, McLeod Bethel-Thompson is still on the table for the Argos. Are we seeing a bit of a shift where it seemed like things were kind of a little bit slow, and now it seems like they've picked up a little bit? Yeah, they, they trickled out, right? We got the we got the Bowers signings. We got, I think, most of CFL is top 10 uh, reassigned, except for the Montreal guys, and I can't wait to see how that plays out wow. with with a very good quarterback and a guy who, who could make claim to being the best receiver in the league in Eugene Lewis. Those guys <laughs> might get to market. Are you kidding? Like, Saskatchewan is sitting there going, here's all the money. Just take whatever you need. Let's come to, come to Sask. And you, you're now Shaq Evans, and you're in for Pichardo, and let's go. Like, it, that, those two, pretend those move, those guys move as a package. I have no idea what's important to either of them or both of them. But if they moved as a package somewhere, they could really, really change the tide. But uh, it's, it's, it's nice. Well, I, I wish maybe February 14th was going to be a huge explosive day. But uh, it's, it's good for a team like Toronto uh, to get Curly Gittins back when talking to some folks, you go, I wonder if he'd like to be back in Ottawa. He's from Ottawa. Ottawa could certainly uh, slap him opposite Jalen Acklin and make some hay uh, mm-hmm. with Jeremiah Masoli. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, when you see, like, uh, do you do the same thing, Dave? When I see three-year deal, I just assume that that, that guy got guaranteed money in that last year. Yeah, I just I, assume that now. What is the guy so. at that level? Yeah, I think so. Because uh, you can negotiate uh, for what two-year deals are longer. You can negotiate the final year of 50% of that being guaranteed. Is it up to 50%? Is it 50%? I can't remember. So I think it's I think it's up to, but we're all going to have to bone up on that between now and the the, the 14th. I ask you a question here. With Boley and Mitchell signing officially with Hamilton, I I was looking at a couple of players and wondering if they would re-sign right away and that's tim white and stephen dunbar one of their you know the well the two best receivers and they haven't yet and i i'm just wondering if this is because 
receivers around the league, you know, include Kenny Lawler uh, in the mix here in Edmonton, although I, you know, I do believe that the Elks do think they have a really good shot at him at, uh, at re-signing him. But I'm, I'm kind of wondering if the, the, the higher echelon offensive players, who most of them are receivers, are just kind of waiting to see where, okay, well, where is Trevor Harris going? Where is Dane Evans going? Where is Cody Fajardo going? Do you kind of sense that? Maybe. I just, I just pulled up Hamilton's voice. They've only re-signed two guys, uh, yeah. one being Bo, which is sort of a re-signing. The other is Miles Manalo, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like this, this list of players, you mentioned, you mentioned White, you mentioned Dunbar. Uh, they have Braylon Addison a contract to come back. Uh, West Hills are starting running back. Julian Hauser, who I borderline would just throw all the money at with what that guy can do. Micah Johnson is free as their monster in the middle. Uh, maybe they, I don't know what Simone Lawrence's future is, but he's a free agent. Like, they haven't signed anybody. That is incredible. Malik Carney, a depth defensive end that maybe you think, hey, we, we should get him under, under contract. Not done yet. Siante Evans, who I still really like on the corner. Right. <laughs> what is Hamilton not doing, and why aren't they doing it? That is, I hadn't even looked at that until you brought it up, but that is yeah, – I, I don't want I don't want Tim White getting to free agency, do you? Uh, no, not really. Um, no. No, no, not at all. It's just surprising to me because when I hear Bo Levi Mitchell, the day he signs and he talks about why he signed and says I was – it wasn't a slam dunk, obviously, but he says I, I was looking for stability. I wanted stability from Orlando Steinauer. He has that. I want stability from an offensive coordinator uh, in Tommy Condell. He has that. I want Mark Washington there as a defensive coordinator. He's there. The coaching staff's pretty much intact. And then you look, uh, you know, not too long after that, he goes on Regina Radio and saying, well, I didn't sign in Regina because they have their head coach and their GM under one-year deals, and, you know, I mm-hmm. didn't want to be there. And then, I'm looking at the Ticats going, okay, do you not see what Bo sees and you're there? It's just, it's kind of weird that, uh, that they, like, there's really no movement there. Yeah. And, and that's strange. Cause that's, I mean, uh, every team, I mean, a lot of teams would probably take a run at Steven Dunbar. Every team would like a Tim white if they, they had the opportunity to use them and to throw Bo into an offense with, uh, you know, an X receiver like Dunbar who can make ridiculous catches traffic. And then, multiple weapons like Tim White and Braylon Addison working together, the stuff they could pull off, just plop in uh, a Canadian or two and Garen Gauthier is the fullback and then whoever you want to be running back because they don't really care about running the ball too terribly much. Uh, that's that's an offense that's ready to go. Um, you let Colin Kelly walk up, I think, because yikes, he was he was rough. But they improved the offensive line through trades. I mean, the David Beer deal last uh, this past season, um, but yeah, like on all sides of the ball, they're they're like Jamal Roll is is going to get a ton of attention if he yeah. gets to free agency. You got to lock these cats down because it, I mean, Bo plus nobody is is not going to be good for anybody. Yeah, it just it just seems like it's not having the desired effect that uh, I think we all thought it was going to have. As we talk with Derek Taylor, voice of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, uh, on our sister station CJOB Radio in Winnipeg here on six thirty Chet Inside Sports. Okay, uh, we're getting to a uh, we got one more day where the before the tampering period starts, and then we're going to hear rumors abound and everything like that. Um, are the Riders the team to watch in free agency, considering? Uh, that, you know, Trevor Harris might be their number one target now, considering the Montreal Alouette situation is so bad. 
Yeah, I, th- I think those are the two teams you have to watch. Like, what? why isn't Montreal doing uh, enough with, with its offensive stars? And and what is, what is Sass going to do about it? Because the Riders can't be following up a 6-12 and 12 season with 7-11 and 11 or 4-14, and 14, right? And they, I mean... They seem like they're committed to letting Fajardo walk. Who's going to be the quarterback? It's not. It's not Mason Fine. That's not Kirsten. No. And not Jake Dolagala. You can't. You can't go into a season thinking that that's the way to go. No. Um, do you try to bid? Uh, do you try to bid Harris against Dane Evans? Uh, maybe. I don't. I don't think Dane Evans is really good. So I would not. I might try it as a leverage thing, but I don't think if you go into the season with Dane Evans that you're you're set for much because, I mean, then for Sass, who are your receivers that you're throwing to? Yeah. Um, everybody's free. Like, everybody except the Canadians, and then Justin McKinnis is one of the Canadians, is free. So everybody who's not Braden Lennius is free. Okay, well, that's <laughs> going to require a lot of work. And, oh, by the way, you need, you need something at tackle next season because the two guys you tried at right tackle were abject disasters. And the guys who tried left tackle, Taron Vaughn wasn't wasn't great. Uh, he was might have been the best of them, but you, there's a lot to fix. And then, oh by the way, AC Leonard is now an Edmonton Elk. Okay, Pete Robertson, who had ten sacks, is now free. Sat man, the more I think about it, the more work Sask has to do. I gotta get on some of this. Oh my god, like, and that's that's the thing. Can you wait for February 14th to get this done? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good question. I mean, if you're if you're Saskatchewan, you got to be thinking, okay, what's our play here, right? And it's hard because it's not to say that the Alouettes can't sign Trevor Harris, but it's just, are they going to be able to? Is is Danny Machocha who who's going to give him the authority to sign uh, a Trevor Harris for over five hundred thousand dollars, or Eugene Lewis for, you know, I would imagine he would get close to three hundred thousand. Um, when you're the only physical owner is a minority shareholder, right? It's yeah. odd. It's it's sad, and unfortunately, the CFL is a little too silent on this. And um, yeah, I I think Saskatchewan is the team to watch for sure because what do they do? Do they just go get someone just to have someone, which might mean okay, we'll get Dane Evans and say. We're, you're our guy now. <laughs> We're really confident in you. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I, it, if this was honestly, if this was another sport, like if this was the NFL or the NBA, I would say just tank this year because you're bringing in a, a brand new offensive coordinator who's never been an offensive coordinator at the CFL level, and Kenny and Kelly Jeffrey. I, I would just say tank, but there's not there's not the reward right no. that the NFL would have for for Houston texting or Chicago bearing a season. So there's not real the plus in that. Uh, yeah, they they just have so they have so much work to do. And if they want honestly, if you want to take the Montreal Alouettes and just move them into your stadium, that's probably a pretty good idea because Montreal was wasn't too terribly far off being the best team in the East last year for for a good stretch of that. So uh, I mean, you're going to bring in Eugene Lewis, and you want to bring in uh, Walter Fletcher could be another running back for you. I love that. I love that guy. Um, Thomas Costigan can you can join him on the defensive end. Like, yeah, it's Saskatchewan is going to be the one to watch. And I mean, for for Ryder fans, you wish it was more loading up to host a Grey Cup, but then that was last year and it didn't go real well for for them. Well, buckle up, buddy. It's going to be fun. Thanks so much, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, okay? 
Can't wait to see the next 6'3 defensive back that Jones signs. That'll be great. You got it. We convert him to a running back. Uh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that is Derek Taylor, voice of the Bombers on our sister station, CJOB in Winnipeg. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. And Samuelson controls it and feeds it to Lemieux. Out to Naslin. Three-on-three break for the Wales Conference. Naslin trying to stick handle through. Still has it to Lemieux. Cuts in. Lemieux shoots. He scores! Mario Lemieux has just started up the engines. His sixth point of the night. Conference win the game six to five. Mario Lemieux of the Pittsburgh Penguins, three goals and three assists. What an incredible performance! Oh, we are going right. 1988, Dave Campbell. 1988, very good. The Wales Conference and the Campbell Conference. Very good. Gotta love those jerseys from back then, too. Oh, yeah, those were good. Wales, Campbell Conference, all over. Like, kind of a la New York uh, Ranger style. There you go. So, um, what are they doing now? I don't know. They just have to... <laughs> just Ice have resurfacing, to... I believe. Yes. That is not a skill, by the way. That's no. just maintenance. Well, the way they're doing skills tonight, they should. it should be. They have a couple events really not relevant to hockey, <laughs> but I'll, uh, I'll I'll get to more of that later, and maybe I'm just being too grumpy. Uh, by the way, uh, Bakersfield Condors up one nothing on the Calgary Wranglers in the first period of play. American Hockey League action happening in Calgary because the Wranglers, that's the affiliate of the Calgary Flames. And I've gone back. It is battle at the barn. Battle at the barn. All right, we're Here stamping that right now. Hey, we got more fun coming up on Inside Sports.